Okay. Good. That took four. <laughs> now the hard part is what are we talking about? Hard part? Well, you wanted to talk about productivity. Yeah. Yeah, which is something Progress. I feel like yeah. anybody struggles with. Yeah. Or any creative person can struggle with. Yeah. And I feel guilty not being productive. And yeah, no, same. I definitely have that same. Yeah. Like, uh, I feel like I'm like failing if I'm not doing something all the time. Yeah. But then it's hard to get motivated to do it. Well, one thing I was thinking about the other day, it's like, God, this is going to be, even when I was trying to formulate the idea of it, I was like, this is a trash c- comparison. But it's like, if you were stuck in the Amazon, right? Mm-hmm. And you knew the size of the Amazon. It's fucking thousands right. of miles, right? Yeah. I'm pretty sure it is. And it's like every day you knew where there were basic things you had to do just to survive the day. Get a fire going, shelter, food, all those basic things. On top of that, you have to get out of the woods because you're trapped there for some reason, right? That to me, that's what Hmm. normal life feels like. Interesting. It's like I have this grand mission, which is kind of, it's not concrete. It's basically follow your dreams, get all this shit done, blah, blah, blah. But the normal day-to-day bullshit gets in my way like work obviously everybody has to deal with it i get it but it's like familial shit bills all this stuff and it just gets in the fucking way and then the enormity of the larger goal and how far away you are from it it's almost like if you were trapped in the amazon you would Mm -hmm. just be like fuck this i give up i'm just gonna stay where i'm at I'm just going to keep the fire going. I'm just going to live in the Amazon now. I'm just going to, I live in the Amazon now. Yeah. Right, yeah. And that's what it just, that's what it fucking feels like. It's uh-huh. like, why? Ugh. Yeah. It's, I think this is an interesting analogy because um, for some people living in the Amazon would be quite an amazing experience. It would be beautiful. Right. Yeah. yeah. And, and dangerous ultimately, shit, of course, yeah, you'd want to get out. Yeah. And then have, I guess the, the thing is you want to get out so you can have the choice to come back. Part of it yeah. is that oh, you're, you're stuck, God. right? Yeah. The fact that is you're like you're you're just stranded in the Amazon. Yeah. That's an issue because you you don't have a choice whether or not you can be there. Yeah. But to be able to like leave and then come back is, is a little bit different. But in that analogy, is like getting out of the Amazon something you want to do fast? Is that something you're trying to do like really really yeah. quickly? No, I think like, because I feel like if this were beyond the analogy, if it were like you were stuck in the Amazon for however long, yeah part of that experience would be like your time, the things you would tell about it, right? Would yeah. be the being in the Amazon part. Yes. The, and like and the it would and, be a triumphant story if you made it and you got out and you were successful and you right. could go back whenever you, but the thing is, it's the basic needs thing, mm-hmm. which is just, if everything was just, is this still recording? That should be. Um, it's all the bullshit that you have to do just to maintain the shitty version of life. Like the, right. it's, it's disheartening. And it's like, if I had all my needs met, then the whole, uh, artistic endeavors, it'd be easy. I would have nothing to do, but to do that. Well, and I guess there's the whole struggling artist yeah, thing. There is the, yeah, yes. the idea that is, but there, I'm is done. There. <laughs> I'm tired of struggling. I'm over it. Fucking over it, bro. Right. And especially, you guys are going to have a kid soon. And in my mind, my siblings, I don't have kids, but I have siblings who can't fucking do shit for themselves. They might as well still be babies. Mm-hmm. And so I think of them as like a burden of a reason why I need to get us. I, I, I'm like the the leader of the pack that's stuck in the Amazon. I'm trying to get all of us out. But one of them keeps breaking his leg. The other one keeps pissing on the fire. And they're, they're not only... I do I have to figure out ways to get them to get out? They're making it harder on themselves and all of us. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, well, talking about having a kid and things like that, mm-hmm. or like it's struggling everyday life. Um, I think something that I had thought about when I was like in my 20s in Seattle and stuff mm-hmm. was the whole like make your life an art sort of yeah. kind of mind frame. Um, and that's like a, that's kind of has its like basis and like, Nietzsche's idea of like you know being this like poet warrior yeah. kind of like the you know his gay science of like balancing the, the like logical and like planning versus the just like everyday creative sort mm-hmm. of thing and I think when I think of having a kid now I think of that as like a, my next big project yeah. in certain ways and I still have the projects that I do want to do but you're and, also prepared for it 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was yeah. definitely planned. Yeah, it wasn't just like an yeah, it wasn't an unexpected yeah. thing. Which, but when but, it is, it's a burden. Sure. Well, and and life and life is that way too. Yeah. Like, and that's where I feel like I've always approached jobs I've had mm-hmm. as like, and this is probably why I'm not. I don't make a lot of money, and I'm not, yeah. I'm not like a very successful or like management whatever position. Yeah. Is because I like jobs that I enjoy. Yeah. To, like the job is such a big part of my life that mm-hmm. I don't want that to get in the way of me living my life, which means working at jobs that I find enjoyable, fulfilling. But then, what do you? How do you view the idea of making your art your job eventually? And see, uh, that's yeah. That's do you not see that as feasible? Is that no? I think I think uh, I accept that like whatever happens mm-hmm. is like gonna be, okay, I'm always constantly trying. So whatever happens yeah. is going to be my fullest potential. But I think this goes back to a discussion we've had before in that like my fallback plan mm-hmm. is my regular life, yeah. right? Like, so I need to enjoy that See, before I reach like my fullest potential. And I think that's the know? source of my mental discomfort, which mm-hmm. is I have to be, learn to be okay with just normal life. But yeah. normal life in my past experience has just sucked. Sure. Like everybody's broke. Everybody's panicking. Everybody's struggling to just get that bare minimum. And also it goes back to what you said is that your work is a big portion of your life. Yeah. And I think that's bullshit. <laughs> I, there's a reason I've, I think I've hit the pocket nice. I don't love my job. Mm-hmm. but I loathe it the least out of every other job I've had. Gotcha. Okay. It's it's still an annoyance and an inconvenience and it pays too little, but I only work four and a half to five hours a day, seven if I'm really pushing it, but that's really, really pushing it. Gotcha. So I probably work maybe 30 hours a week, maybe. Is this four to five hours a day, seven days a week? Seven days a week unless I get burnt out and then okay. I take, I usually, if I get burnt out, then I'll take two days off in okay. a row. Um, but what's great about it is I just, I take sporadic days off. I mm-hmm. basically, which I think is how fucking life should work. You should yeah. work when you feel inclined to work. Ob- obviously you can't be lazy. Everybody needs to suck it up and put in the hours, but doing anything at your own pace, I think produces much better results. Right. So I think now we've, we've kind of entered, like there are three different things going on here. There's the personal survival, right? Mm-hmm. Which would exist even in the natural state of the world, yep. this Amazon yep. situation. And then there is your personal like ambition, mm-hmm. like what you want to achieve. And that differs for everybody, yeah. right? Some yeah. people want to do great things or want to create these things. And some yeah. people are fine with like yeah. the, you know, yeah. consuming media or whatever, yeah. like base thing they want to do. You know, whether that, you know, I think that just means like, lounging in the Amazon yeah. like every day. Like they don't want to get out. They're just fine yeah. hanging out there. I am with those people, yeah. but also not because yeah. they're just going to <laughs> right. fade away. But then when it comes to this like imposition of this structured work, now we're talking about like the societal level structure that is imposing. It, it has become a means of survival. So yeah. like now we're clashing between like you need to work within the system to survive. But don't you think the system is formatted in a way that they force you to rely on the fact that you have to keep working with the system? Well, that's and yeah, and I don't think that is as like orchestrated and as devious as some it's, people no, say. It's but I think it just well, I think its roots are a little devious because I think the people who have been in power hold the power and they kind of format things. But I do also think it's just an unfortunate accident of the way mass groups of people just yeah. try to cobble together yeah. a, a yeah. civilization. The the like yeah. state of nature or whatever you want to call it before has been superseded by yeah. civilization and society, yeah. right? And the way the society is held together is by like the wage job and like people having yeah. to work a certain so amount. And if people aren't bullshit. doing that, then it all will start to fall yeah. apart. If everybody like kind of goes off and tries to live on their own. Then, but see, yeah. uh, one thing that makes me, it's... It's frustrating because I am the source of all of my own unhappiness. It's like, I, I feel like if you could just, there's a whole counting your blessings thing. And I am actually very blessed in comparison to many other parts of the world. Got electricity, a roof over my head, running clean water, family who loves me, all those things. My life overall is pretty great. Mm-hmm. But I think where my goals are and where I am into relation to my goals is always going to keep me unhappy. And even so, because the line for the finish line for my goals is always going to move when I move. And right. so it's like that constant state of 
discontent. I had a previous point that I was going to get to. Oh, one thing that brings me, it just blows my mind. You see morons online right. who are millionaires. They found some way. I used, I used to think I was a pretty smart guy. I've come to realize I'm a barely average intelligence. But if these morons can figure out a way to monetize whatever they do, I should be able to find a way to make that quote unquote internet money, which I think internet money is the best and most efficient way for a commoner to strike gold. Mm -hmm. It's like, because it, it brings your market from whatever population of your town is to the entire world that consumes media online. Yeah. It democratizes the like chain of supply and demand. Yes. Yeah. And that, I mean, that's why I'm working towards all of this shit. But uh, yeah, know. yeah. I mean, I, I think I learned a, a while ago, probably maybe, I don't know. Like when we were younger, when we were like going to school and stuff, I remember everybody thinking and in school thinking that like intelligence somehow equals success, mm -hmm. right? Cause in school, that's what yeah. basically the model is, yeah. is if you're smart enough, like you will succeed. And I don't think that translates to like just no. the structure and the reality of the real world. They got it wrong. It's um, really intelligence equals unhappiness <laughs> <laughs> yeah well I th yeah i think any sort of like higher level conscious yeah. thinking equals and that's why i would say i'd say maybe you aren't the most intelligent person like maybe yeah. you wouldn't be able to pass like an iq test or whatever yeah. test they give for intelligence now but i think that you are a much more conscious person than mm -hmm. most people in the yeah. world and i think that is a source of your unhappiness yeah and it's most probably people. part of the reason that i think in a weird way kind of holds you back in certain ways and these quote unquote morons mm -hmm. on the internet yeah. right yeah. like they they just they don't get in their own way that's like, and, that's yeah. the biggest so that's something that also rappers have if mm. you see their un what is it unbridled is that the right term yeah. they have no self-consciousness they're just <laughs> i'm the man i'm right. badass fuck everybody else i'm when in reality until they started saying all that shit let's be honest <laughs> Probably not the best people. Probably, like, I mean, sure. I mean, Eminem was living in a trailer. Most rappers are rags to riches. They don't right. have a lot going for them. If they weren't rappers, what would they be doing? Yeah, but and I think I think that shows that, like, first of all, it's a it's an accident of history, and that they just happened to be born at the right time. Yeah, and they happened to, you know all the little things that got like their their songs yeah. got shared by the right person yeah you know this and that i think it's like those people it's not it's not even that like they're necessarily savvy it just happens to be that like their mode of doing something or their timing of their like their their attempt to like become successful mm -hmm. hit at the right point yeah and like the people who are successful on YouTube just happen to have the right skills or the right yeah. frame of mind to like make it click. Right. Right. Because there are people on YouTube that make like the most ridiculous, the like dumbest videos. Shit. It's like it's like weird montage videos or like yeah. they just cut random shit together yeah. and people watch it. Like, I mean, I've yeah. watched some random like clip videos and stuff, too. And yeah. like if you do that constantly, then like you can get subscribers. Well, there's that daily and, dose of Internet. I don't know if you've seen that. Mm -mm. He just takes cool shit from the Internet clips them all together he has million he probably has billions of views at this point Dang, yeah and do you know how much m m money that right. dude makes from the fucking clip show <laughs> and it's like but that's all he does like yeah. he's just he's just a consumer it's just yeah. he's consuming and spitting out the media yeah. right it's at that point it's like is there i mean obviously there is some like production that goes into yep. it, but is there a lot of creativity? But his formula is, so is there like simple? It's the yeah. same formula that he's had since day one, and it just works. And it's, I always wonder if I had money, right? Mm -hmm. Could I really, like I believe, put together quality content, art, whatever, or am I just going easy on myself, saying? Well, you're not putting out great stuff because your life's a mess right now. Just, you know, once you get everything to get like, huh. I don't know. Yeah, I think that's a question that like requires a little bit of self-reflection and like knowing yourself. Because I think for, for me, mm -hmm. like I, I think I could put out some quality things that wouldn't have like mass appeal. Yep. But I don't think that's super important to me. 
And I know that I work really slowly. I work really slowly think, and I work like on my own time yeah. schedule. So, Do you think you could put out better or more uh, art more true to yourself if you were in a struggling position or if you had a year's worth of everything paid off and you had nothing to do but just focus on doing the things you wanted to do? Hmm. I was I was most productive doing my own art when I lived by myself, mm -hmm. worked like uh, maybe like $30,000 a year mm -hmm. and like didn't sleep a lot, smoked yeah. a lot of weed yeah. and like hung out at home alone. Yeah. Um, and I didn't eat very well that year yeah. actually either. And that got a lot of my creative stuff going. Yeah. Um, but it mostly was just like kind of this time to, it's kind of, it was, I was indulgent on a lot of levels. Yeah. I mean, I wasn't indulgent in the ways that like I had a lot of money or was like, yeah, I didn't even have all my needs met, I guess. Yeah, but I was indulgent in that I just did whatever I wanted. Yeah, so yes. in so much as like money would give you the ability to do whatever you want, mm -hmm. yeah. I think that yeah, you could be more productive. See, my maybe not my best work was put out, but the most fun I had. I hate saying this because <laughs> I hate the motherfucker. I temporarily had a roommate, biggest piece of garbage person on the planet, um, but. We would stay up until four in the morning, a week straight, smoking cigarettes, getting tipsy, and just going all in. And we were, we'd probably be more productive if we weren't so under the influence, but I was smoking spliffs, smoking sure. cigarettes, drinking, but we were just doing it for days on end, straight. Right. Like, and that, to me, it's like, putting out something worthwhile is like, I wanna put everything into it, I want to do it until it's done and I don't want to think about anything else. Gotcha. And that's yeah. where like work is just fucking awful and I get it. You got to pay the bills, but there's some people who get fucking ad reads on their YouTube page, get a $60,000 check for it. Yeah. It was like a four minute video, not even a two minute video. And then, Oh, I guess all my bills are paid for the year. Like, yeah, that's fucking crazy. Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> like, ugh. and I know but, you got to work to get there. And I mean, it takes time. Here's a question. Yeah, here's a question in terms and going back to like the whole progress thing is in that time that you were working with your roommate, mm -hmm. did you guys ever finish like a published project? No. Okay, because no. that's yeah, the thing no. with me too. No, during that again. during that year, you know, where I was living on my own, I did a lot of art. Yeah, and I started a lot of like the habits that would like lead to projects. But yeah. in that year, I never really finished a project. Yeah. And it was after that when I started working with other people mm -hmm. and when I started like actually like structuring my work a little bit more. Yeah. And, and in a way that sparked a lot of my creativity that year. But it was the subsequent years where I was able to actually get projects done. Yeah. And like that's when we did the zine. But you probably like learned, like you said, that sparked all the habits. And yeah. That was the most productive in the sense I learned so much right. about the yeah. software we were using, sure. structure, all that stuff. We never really put anything fully together. Yeah. Um, but, and also that's another thing I'm, I'm best since grade school. I have always been stellar in group projects. Mm -hmm. Like I work best. I can lead in a group project when I'm by myself. I have no one to bounce ideas off. I have no, one to check. Is this a good idea? Is it a bad idea? How do you feel? Even if you tell me it's a bad idea and I still go, I think it's a good idea. At least I got to bounce it when I'm by myself. I'm just stagnant and my life has been such a mess. I haven't had my shit together that I haven't felt in the right position to bring people into my life and collaborate with those people. And that has also made me stagnant in my artistic endeavors. It's like it all goes back to being fucking trapped in the Amazon <laughs> trying to get a fire going and catch some fish and fucking try not to break any bones because then you're ultra fucked. Right. It's I, like, yeah. And I think in terms of progress and maybe this to connect it to the Amazon thing a little bit is. And every day you inch forward. In right. The Amazon. But I think I think beyond the every day inching forward and like separate from the like working out type progress, which is slow and incremental mm -hmm. in terms of creative and life. I think this is a part of like making your life an art in some way is having projects like larger projects that like you can work at finish and yeah. then move on toward that yeah. bigger goal. Right. So it's like maybe your first step in the Amazon is like making sure you understand how to build a fire, yeah. finding a water source, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. 
get enough supplies to make the next big leap, which is like get to high ground, right? Yeah. First, find the water supply, establish food, whatever. That's mm-hmm. the first project. Next project, once you got enough supplies, leave that base camp, go to high ground. Yeah. You know what I mean? But see, that's what this studio space feels like. It feels like the first, but that's what's so aggravating is that this is taken. It doesn't look like anything right now. Mm-hmm. It looks like a fucking garage with stuff in it, yeah. right? Yeah. And I've dropped like six grand so far. Fucking TVs, sure. tables, carpets, rent, like all this stuff. And it's still 50% of the way there. And it's like the Amazon thing, you're inching forward, you're inching forward. But you have no idea how many more miles you have. You don't, you know? yeah. You, it's, you have no idea. Yeah. And it's frustrating because I feel like if I could just get the studio to where it needs to be, then the real fun can start. The real yeah. collaboration, the projects, all that stuff. Right. But sometimes I feel like this, the studio and this project for you is like mm-hmm. you trying to gather enough supplies to make yeah. a straight shot out of the forest. Yes. You that, know? Is, that is exactly what and, it is. And, yes. And God. I think I think you gotta like like you gotta have that goal in mind, right? Yeah. But you also have to like make progress along the yes. way. Because you know, and this is a step toward it. You this know, this and, really this is Awesome. This is the first podcast, which is cool. But in my mind, what I'm thinking is like the lighting is crap. We got crap cameras. It's echoey in here. Yeah. Like fucking shadows on the wall. Like there's a trillion things. And I love it because this is super fun. Um, But goddamn, how cool would it be if this place just looked stellar? And it'll get there. You know, it'll 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 happen. And that was the thing with when working on the zine with, um, you know, Vernon and Sam was like, the first issue was like cobbled together yeah. and it was like, it was in a format that we were experimenting with and like was really random yeah. and like we just made it happen. Right. Mm. And it was nice that we all worked pretty casually um, together, but it was also hard to coordinate, like coordinating yeah. with more people takes a lot more like yeah. time and like scheduling and stuff. But that first one was, it was great. It had really good content. It just wasn't as like clean and nice as we wanted it to be. Mm. And something that's nice with like a podcast too, is that, you will get to see your progress yeah. the more that you do, I think. And but like, it's, yeah. It's like what I was talking to you and Clem about the other day. It's, there's, there's so many parallels between finances, working out, and finances, physical fitness, and your overall life. Like changes in physical, in, your, in physical fitness, they're so gradual. Mm-hmm. They take forever. Yeah. And you could be putting in hardcore effort every single day and you're still not going to receive results for probably a couple months. And that is frustrating to me. And that's kind of what normal life feels like. You're putting in all this right. effort every day. You're going to work. You're showing up to the studio to try to do some kind of art every single day. But the bills don't get any smaller. You're not putting out anything artistically yet. And it's like when you're working out and you're putting all this effort, I'm still in this shitty body. Right. Like it's not going to be a great body for like six months to a year. And that's yeah. my biggest problem is how do you just be okay with the way things are now and know that they're going to get better as long as you put in the effort. I know that, yeah. but it's hard to, to live that, you know? Yeah. And the physical fitness thing is, is hard, I think, because like for most people, and I think the, a measure for most people is like how they look, right. Mm-hmm. Um, or how they feel, but yeah. I think how they look is but like those a are pretty, connected too. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I think that it's going to be harder because as you get older, your body is going to change and it's going to be harder to change your body. And like, again, it's, it's, it it is necessarily incremental in a way that working on projects, like you never get to like, you can reach a goal, Mm -hmm. right. But then the progress up to that goal and the progress after is still the same. Cause when you, when you finish a project, you can like put a lot of work into it, get the project done, get it published. And then afterward, it's like a break, right? It's like, it's like you did the big project, now you can kind of like just kind of soak it in and yeah. like feel good about that for a little while yeah. and then and dive into the next thing. Yeah. But with working out, it's just a constant, you have to constantly be doing it. There's no like, oh, I'm going to work really hard up into a point and then like take a break. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, but that's, that goes back into, you have to make it a lifestyle. And, right. but it's like you said, the older you get, the harder it's going to be. But I'm 27 and I've never been happy with my body. So if I'm not, able to do it now because 27 that's probably the definition of peak for men like physically could be yeah i, it, yeah. They, I mean some people say it gets into the mid 30s and whatnot maybe yeah. even 40 but like 
right. Twenty seven <laughs> is like the absolute. You're sure. at your yeah. best, right? My goal was always to establish a good routine mm-hmm. and like healthy routine and physical exercise before I was thirty, because I feel yeah. like after that point, whatever routine you've got is gonna yeah. gonna stick pretty. Well, hard. that's another question. Yeah. I have. And I mean, like, it's different for everybody, but yeah, yeah, I think yeah. Do you think? My brother's 25 and getting him to change anything in his life is the most difficult thing. And it's like how it's so much easier to learn a new language when you're a kid. Yeah. And it's because your brain is so much more malleable. And I almost wonder, can you approaching 30 even change core factors of yourself? I mean, it it depends. I think I think it's more like uh, trails in a forest kind of thing. Like Mm. the more the more you've done the same thing over and over again, the more you're going to the more it's yeah, the more it's going to be just it's just it's the memory is stored in your brain at the neural pathways and in your body, just like the reflexes and things like that. I think if you're somebody who has like lived a much more flexible life or like your routines constantly change, it's probably easier. Yeah. Um, but if you've got like a habit pretty well yeah. established for yourself, then I think it's going to be harder. Yeah. It kind of just depends on the lifestyle you're living. My habit yeah. is being a lazy piece of shit. That's <laughs> like how I lived most of my life right. and I don't want to anymore. But the thing, and that's the thing I don't feel everybody is responsible for their own actions, but I don't feel I feel like my vices control me sometimes, like my laziness, smoking, not working out, like all these things. As much as I know to my core, I need to stop well, vaping, smoking, whatever. I need to work out. I need to not be a lazy fucking couch potato. You know those things in the back of your mind. Or eating. Eating is the number one thing. I ate fucking chocolate this morning, like right before <laughs> I got here. It's fucking, it's morning. It was morning. Right. And it's like... You know you shouldn't do it, and you you're reaching for the candy counter. You don't do it, 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 don't do it. And it's like you did it. Now you hate yourself. And it's like that's my cycle. And it's like, have you ever once listened? Have you listened to that voice before? Then, like, so rarely, so rarely. Do you feel very accomplished when you do, or do you feel like do you feel like why like I should have had that chocolate? No, I've never felt I should have had to do it. But it doesn't like go away probably till I go to bed. Like I'm always, it's like yeah. chocolate, 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 chocolate. Gotcha. It's like, st- it stays. And it's just me fighting it the whole time. Right. But it stays. And it's like, that's why quitting weed was so fucking hard, which I still don't understand what mechanism happened when I quit this time. Cause I have no inclination to go back to it, hmm. but I don't understand what the fuck happened. Cause every other time I had to rip it off of me. Yeah. Like it was the hardest thing in the world. I mean, you might've just been think. ready. I think, you know, like, I, yeah. I, I think it's like one of those things where, you know, when I was like smoking a lot and people were like, Oh, you're like talking about quitting all the time. Yeah. I, I never like tried the whole, like, Oh, I'm going to quit. I'm going to quit this time. Or I, yeah. you know, constantly, I was always like, when I'm ready to quit, it'll yeah. be time to quit. I always had that feeling and which is what I feel like maybe. Did all you ever feel guilty are. about your weeds, weed habits? Um, not really. How Catholic no. were you raised? Huh? How Catholic? Oh, I, I'm hella, I was hella Catholic. I have so yeah. much Catholic guilt yeah. about existing. Like, fucking, <laughs> yes. I'm guilty about yeah, everything. I have guilty, you know? I'm guilty about a lot of things yeah. I do. But, yeah. like, yeah, not really about, like, smoking, drinking only when it was, like, dangerous to me or others, I guess. Yeah. Um, like, when I, like, blacked out or whatever. But yeah. Like, to um, me, the, the reason I always felt guilty about smoking is because it felt like I was shooting myself in the foot. I was... I was and always will be my own worst enemy getting in my own way but it always felt like smoking all day smoking right when i wake like before i fucking go to the bathroom fucking smoke weed (laughs) like vape pen like vaping weed whatever just like wake up weed and it's like then i start the day groggy stay groggy the whole day stay lazy unmotivated and the shitty thing is I thought a lot of my vices would go away after I quit, like my overeating habits, my sleep problems, lack of motivation to work out. No, I'm just shitty. <laughs> like that's just, or maybe the weed made those habits concrete and now I'm stuck with them. Hmm. But I was like, oh, I'm gonna quit weed and I'm gonna be so ambitious. But no, I still suck. Like I'm still, and I fight that all the time. And I get in grooves where I do so well mm-hmm. and then I crash and fucking revert so hard and this is i'm gonna stop in a second this is why i wanted to bring up the, the idea of progress because so, somebody said i think it was a producer or a rapper 
Somebody said most people stop at 80% of their goal. They get so close, so close, and then they go, and then they just let it wash again, like Hmm. wash away. And it's like, that's what I feel like. I have these waves of motivation where I go so hard, then I dip back. And I go hard and I dip back, but they're mirrors of themselves. So the, the dip back right. always cancel out, cancels out any fucking progress I've made. And that's so the do most you, frustrating aspect of my so life. So I, as I've worked on things and as I've just kind of monitored my own mental health, I, I noticed similar waves. Mm-hmm. I don't know if this is, you're talking specifically about mental health or productivity. Um, Both. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so like I've, I've started to kind of track them to the point where like, I recognize them, and they always happen the same time increments, but like mm-hmm. I recognize like at a certain point, I'll like really want to do stuff and like really want to be active and be productive and yeah. like just kind of run at it. And then like, it'll just fall. Yeah, it'll like kind yeah. of fall off after that. And in tracking it, I've been able to like, it, it feel like it lessens the impact. Cause usually when I go down, I'll start to like really question, I'll have this like crisis of like yeah. confidence or like this like existential, like crisis moment yeah. where I'm like, oh, it's all meaningless. And yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, like, what am I doing? I'm such yeah. a failure and all this stuff. Yeah. But once I noticed that it happened a bunch, I was able to just be like, oh, this is part of my down cycle. Yeah. Like yeah. I'm just kind of heading down. And like, that's kind of what meditation is. Yeah, yeah, like, just kind of know, watching, analyzing, watching it happen. Yeah, watching yeah. yourself. Without, without yeah. the pressure of like, oh, what does this mean? Yeah. You, know, yeah. you know, on the big scale. And I think knowing those things about yourself um, helps you plan your productivity yeah. a little bit more and yeah. lessens the impact of every drop yeah because you're not constantly trying to fight it as much as like all right like i just i've just noticed at this time i just need to kind of be away from people mm-hmm. you know like i just like i'm no longer into being around people and like i'm not gonna really yeah. be productive for the next week and like i just gotta yeah. ride this out and then like hope that it keeps coming up back up and i think people honestly i think people who are like successful in like the very driven way like people like you know a lot of rappers like kendrick or anybody yeah. Is there just people, I don't know if they, if they have downs, they somehow feed off them in some yeah. way, but they just, they just like push, like yeah. they just like constantly trying to work all the time. What do you, how do you think, what do you, what do you think about people like The Rock or Kevin Hart? Who are, I don't know if you know much about them. I don't know they're, much about them. They're fucking badasses. Really? They just push, push, push. Every day's a grind. Every day I get something done. Forward movement always sure. like, and that's what I'm wondering. But I feel like they find that very gratifying. Like that's yes. some, and that in some way gives and them energy. Also, it was probably just as hard for them at the beginning. And sure. then once they got the momentum, it's easier to keep that momentum. It's yeah. like getting in shape. It's hard to get in shape, but it's not super hard to maintain it once you've been doing it forever. Right. Um, yeah. And I would bet if you talk to e- either of them or anybody who has that sort of mindset is those are the people who have like a code or a philosophy yeah. yes. about the way they live their life. And that's what I think might be one of the sources of my, all my problems is I have no, there's no structure to anything. Mm -hmm. There's no code I follow. There's no, yeah, it's just, I'm blindly walking into everything I do. Right. Well, that's problematic. So, and it kind of goes back to the, like how conscious you are sort of thing, because Mm -hmm. I think the more you question, the more you're like kind of self-conscious and skeptical about reality and the way things work, the more, like you never really find any footing because yeah. I think that the secret is, and like, this is why people get frustrated because the worst people have power and the worst people yes. are effective at like getting more power and like building themselves up is like those people believe they know a truth about yeah. the world. Right. Even if it's like, that's completely wrong. Even if it's like so like misguided, the way, you, uh, the way I view religious people, it's like they think they have, all the answers, which is God, Christ, yeah. whatever. And they live their lives so swimmingly. Yeah. Like, and it's, they, they're just content. Like everything, yeah. all the puzzle pieces fit and for them. Kanye yeah. did say something that I thought was amazing. It's like, he said when he, when he was reborn or whatever into Christianity, or whatever he said, before I was insecure, I had all of these crazy fears. I'm a public person. I was scared of everything. And he says, when I found God, I was only ever scared of one thing then. And that was him. I just wanted to be approved by him. Mm. And he said it gave him a fearlessness that he's never had ever. And that's like, whoa, I'm atheist, as you well know. But that kind of armor on you, there's something to be said about that. Yeah, That's insane. Yeah, I wish I could articulate it the way he did. It was beautiful the way he said it. But it's like. Yeah, and I I have a certain amount of respect for people who like do have 
that kind of religious like zeal in yeah. their life. And and anybody who has any sort of like really solid philosophical like uh, you know code or anything that they follow. And I I always try and learn from those people. Yeah. I never try and adopt anybody's like yeah code or way of thinking or you know view of reality or whatever morality or anything yeah. like that. But I think there's something to be learned from those people in terms of how they approach life and things yeah. like that. And that's why, yeah, those those people who just like are driven, like they just have something kind of driven behind it. and they don't really question it. Like they, it's either been tested for them, it's been shown to them, or they just believe in it. Do you think it, you have yeah. to be born with that or do you think you can develop it? I think you can develop it. I totally think you can develop it. I fucking it. hope so. <laughs> otherwise I'm screwed. I think certain people... I think certain people are kind of trained in it, right? Yeah. Whether that's like, you know, they've been indoctrinated into religion or any sort of other yeah. belief system, um, or they've learned like, you know, a business method or, you know, mm-hmm. whatever kind of method that they, they practice. Um, I think I think the, the wandering soul has a harder time. Yeah. I think people who try and like collect collect the wisdom and cobble it together like like people probably like me and you like have a little bit harder time kind of squaring it all but like i think it's still there i think you have to like develop your own or you can choose to adopt you know a a different way but you have to you have to really believe it i think is is what it is in the end yeah you know do you is a weird question what percentage of your day-to-day do you think you're happy or content me um at least not miserable not miserable at least at least not miserable but Hmm. what percentage of your day do you think you're content or happier not panicking it's interesting question not panicking (laughs) i'm always panicking so yeah i know so i know myself enough that i panic and question myself most when confronted with authority figures so usually that means like on a job where i don't like i don't have a very good relationship with my with my boss or manager but you don't panic about the direction of your life in general I think that happens in spurts. Like day to day, I'm pretty fine. And I, yeah. I've also like, I, I approach this like risk taking like view on life. So in terms of like the smoking and stuff, yeah. you say you feel guilty about smoking because you feel like you're shooting yourself in the foot every day, and right? And mentally, like productive wise, but also the physical, your health wise. Right. I okay. think about that too. I think you're cancering yourself. Sure. You're okay. giving yourself so I straight think, up. So I think, yeah, you're seeing it as like every action is something to be guilty about. But yes. I think... I have this like existentialist, like radical personal choice view mm-hmm. of life where every choice I make is a like gamble in a way, or it's like me putting my bet on something or yeah. putting my life in the, the direct, like, pointing myself in the direction I want to go. So whenever I smoked, it was, it wasn't always, I was always consciously thinking about this, but whenever I, whenever I currently getting, whenever it. I did think about it, uh, kind of that, like, yeah. was, yeah, yeah, yeah. I kind of thought about it like that, where it's like, right now I would like to enjoy this. Yeah. I would like to enjoy this smoke. Yeah. And like, you know, consequences be damned. Yeah. But like on upon reflection, I'm always like, yeah, like this possible. This is the cigarette that gives me cancer. Yes. I'm not saying it works that way. John and I had that conversation. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm not saying it works that he, way. But I, it's like, I said, it, I bet it works that way. And he said, you're being ridiculous, <laughs> which probably is true. No, yeah. I'm sure it's yeah. cumulative in some way. Yeah. Right. But it's like at some point you, you get point. you get it or you yeah. don't. Right. Yeah. yeah. And that was a risk that I had to admit to myself I was making yeah. every time. I, even if, you know, I could deny it or put it in whatever terms I want. But that essentially mm-hmm. was what was happening. Yeah. Um, so I think kind of every day in my life, too, I think about, like, you know, whatever I choose to do today, whether it is be lazy or be productive mm-hmm. or be whatever, like, that's kind of, like, where I'm making my life yeah. point. And these are the risks. Like, if I choose to take a risk and, like, do something mm-hmm. or do something different then like I might waste this whole day, right? Yeah. Or whatever. Which I don't mind doing too. No. Um, yeah. But so uh, Jordan Peterson said something about comments on the internet and he said, negative comments feel so visceral and they can ruin your day and you'll maybe get 10 of those and positive comments, you'll get 5,000 of them, but they're not as they don't hit you as hard as the negative comments. Mm. And it feels like I could do a, a million productive things a day, but those go out the window. I don't even think about those because in my mind, it's like, that's what you're supposed to do. Right. So my brain only collects all the shitty things, the laziness, all that stuff, and it festers on that. Right. And that's all I think about. And then that creates this low self-esteem. You're a loser. You're fucking lazy. All this shit. So it's like, God damn. Yeah. I, and I don't know if this is specifically a Catholic thing. Maybe it's just like a Western it's, Christian sort of thinking thing. But I think the the idea that 
you are just supposed to be good yeah. or, su or successful or whatever. You are supposed to be this positive force in yeah. the world in some way that is your like responsibility. Then that would make you feel like only deviate. You can only deviate in one direction, yeah. right? It's like either you're on the track to be good or, yeah. or you are falling yeah. into you know despair yeah. and hell and things like that. Yeah. And I think the reality is that like, I don't know. There, the reality is there is no good or bad. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The reality is that there's just whatever you're yeah. aiming at. And then you have to let yourself, I, th I don't know. I don't know what the mechanism is that makes you feel so bad about stuff. And yeah. again, I don't know if it is religion or if that's something very innate into human nature. Do you think everybody has it? Or do you think, I, I see some people and it's like, oh, you're just, a per you're normal. You're just, <laughs> walk there's like, not necessarily rainbows and sunshine, but there's not a fucking dark cloud following you everywhere right. you go. I think it's like, God, what is that? Childhood trauma is that? <laughs> I feel like if it's if it's not religion, it's probably some societal expectation that yeah. like if you're not on point in society, then you feel like you're somehow a failure. Yeah. Um. But I think there are people who are immune to it. Yeah. The people who like for whatever trick of their brain, so like just like are kind of blind to it. And that's something... and there are people who just happen to be successful at yeah. it, right? Yeah. Yeah. But something I think about, it's like I'm always in this shitty state of mind. I'm always like, do more. You're not progressing fast enough, blah, blah, blah. Your life's in this, blah, blah. There was this uh, joke. I can't remember who said it. Um, it it's somebody dead now. Um, very famous. He said, you turn on the news, it's a million bad things are happening. There's a war here. There's a coup here, blah, blah, blah. All this shit. Bombs going off. Then you step outside and the birds are chirping. There's nothing going on. It's just like it's all you're collecting all this stuff and right. festering on it. And it's like, really? Right now, I'm just sitting here having a conversation. This is what my life is right at this point. Mm -hmm. And so it's like, really, stop freaking out. Right. But then you leave this situation. You're like, got to go to work, got bills, got to do this, do this, do this, this, this right. floor needs painted, blah, 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 like all this shit. It's just like, God. Yeah. And I'm basically, if there was like a deity that I could meet, I would just grab my car and be like, how do I be happy? <laughs> what the fuck, man? Like, can you numb my brain like let me chill out right. like, well i think i think that dd might say something like everything if you have everything in your own consciousness well, yeah. to well, <laughs> well, well if it's every like, if this is like some sort of cr creative deity they would probably yeah. say like all the stuff i gave you like yeah. makes easy sense and works well all the stuff you built on top of it is yes. like kind of making it <laughs> shitty yeah. you know what i mean yeah. like yeah, it's, yeah. this is all not not like God. you you no, put that yeah, there yeah. but like yeah. people put it there yeah. you know like it's you just built a maze for yourself to run around in yeah. because you like the way the maze feels you know or, or whatever or maybe you don't like it but you're just used to it or yeah 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 and it's fucking cut i peterson always says the goal of your life shouldn't be to be happy. It should just to be able to find meaning because meaning will get you through the lows and the highs. Mm -hmm. Just keep you, which I try to do. And I find meaning in trying to better my life so that I can better my family's life. But fuck, it's like, it's the whole workout analogy. I'm still stuck in my shitty body. And I know that the only way to get out of it is to fucking work hard and work towards bettering yourself. But when you're stuck in that shitty body, it's right. hard to always remember that, you know? Like, yeah, I, I think I think the if you really wanted to frame that well, it's like and and, and connect it to like the whole crisis, the world crisis versus your own actual experience mm -hmm. is how much of this like sure you would like to have a healthy you know body that you mm -hmm. let you know feel good about the way you look, but how much is that getting in the way of you oh experiencing life? So much, really though. So so like you can't enjoy anything I, because of it. I don't. Were you talking my physical? Yeah, like, or like strictly my physical. Like the, or? the fact that your body is a particular way does that really stop you from enjoying things? Well, I I put these two in the same category. My life, or my my body not being what I wanted, and also my life not being in an organized manner. Mm -hmm. And those two things prevent me from being happy in any situation. Because even if I'm in the moment happy, I still know. Oh, your body's still shitty. And after outside this moment, even this is like a ton of fun. But in the back of my mind, I still know you're living with your dad in a bullshit trailer. Your brother's basically homeless, doesn't have a job. Your sister is homeless on drugs. Like I think of all these things, the long list of shit that needs to get better. So I think in my mind, you don't get to be happy yet.
because you still have all this shit to figure out, which is a never ending cycle of never allowing yourself to be happy. Because mm -hmm. like we said earlier, the goalpost always moves. Right. And so you're never there. So it's like, I'm doomed to never be happy. And it's, I know that's a self-defeating mechanism that I'm setting in place in my own mind. But this goes back to the question, when you're at this age, can you really change anything about yourself? Yeah. I'm, you're making me think, so I was just thinking of this weird quirk in my own kind of thinking that I've, I've encountered a lot in my life, where there are times when my ability to choose things has just been taken away from me or like, you know, I've somehow been like bedridden or like, mm. you know, like I just can't change my job or I can't quit my job yeah. or I can't do something that gives me this like profound sense of relief. <laughs> and like, I don't know if it's, it's I don't think it's yeah. super healthy, but like, I think it's just this idea that like, oh, if I just, if I'm not able to do it, I don't even get the chance to yeah. choose that, yeah. you know? And if I can't choose it, then it's not my fault, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think it like, it kind of takes this burden off of me of like, oh, well, I'm just stuck here. And like, I, I don't get to be yeah. productive today. I don't even get the choice yeah. to want to be productive today for nice. whatever reason. Yeah. It's like, it kind of, it's kind of freeing a little bit. Um, and I, I think that's, it's dangerous in some respects because you could start mm -hmm. to feel like. Use it as a crutch maybe. Yeah, like, yeah. like you like, you just say, like, well, I just can't be successful yeah. at all. So yeah. what's the point of even trying? Yeah. I'm just gonna, you know, dick around for the rest of whenever. Yeah. Um, and that's, the opposite of that is probably another source of my great unhappiness is like, there's the, there's the chance you might win the lottery. Just keep paying those, keep buying them, keep buying them. You huh. never know, you could win. Yeah, but I, I, yeah, I think it's, it's like, a lottery. I think it is, I think, I think you need a dose of that, of like accepting that you don't get to choose everything, but then yeah. the other, the positive force that the very like human aspect I think is the taking advantage of the choices and opportunities you do have, yeah. you know? And I think that's super important. Yeah. Um, just a way to end with the conversation because I do have to go pretty yeah, soon. No, but sure. um, maybe we can bring it back to the Amazon thing once yeah. more. Um, so, if we're talking about the Amazon as this analogy and wanting to leave the Amazon mm -hmm. as like this goal, I, I, I was kind of, I was just kind of thinking about how if you leave the Amazon, right, you're kind of leaving this natural state of the world. Mm -hmm. Like, let's say you were in the Amazon so long, you were yeah. able to like live a pretty, wow. like, live like a very like. I based most of my life on the book Hatchet. Hit. <laughs> I'm going to get the tattoo. Like, I've never read. You've never read. <laughs> it's never basically read it. exactly. He gets into a plane crash, uh, his pilot has a heart attack, they crash into the woods, into mm -hmm. this random ass part. He's panicked, he has to cobble all this shit together to basic fire, uh, roof over his head, blah, blah, blah. And then it gets to the point, he's there for so long, he gets rescued, he was so used to it, he just goes back and he just chooses to live there. Right, yeah. Yeah, so like, yeah, if you, if you were able to like, basically live for yourself and like become, get this really fulfilling life yeah. out of being able to like, survive, and then you get to the edge of the Amazon and you mm -hmm. see just society yeah. waiting for you. Yeah. And you had the choice to like to re-enter society or like go yeah. and live this yeah. life where the birds are chirping, right? There's yeah. no war or whatever. Or like go back to whatever nine to five or whatever yeah. there is. And I don't think it has to be either or, right? No, I think no. that maybe just puts it in like a perspective of what is it really that you're but do you think there's a, for? A, a, it feels like there's a real difference between being trapped there and having the option to stay yeah and there, again it's that know? it's yeah. that choice thing for sure i yeah. think like being able to choose when to go where and i think obviously the the like nietzschean gay science would be to find the wilderness and creativity yeah. in the structured societal yeah. world yeah right i think that's and way to figure out a way to make this world work to your yeah. nature and yeah. see the thing is i I feel like we all know the answers to any of these questions which it's like just find happiness in the now be okay with where you're at and understand that just effort and time will get you where you want to be but that's <laughs> easier said than done yeah and i don't know? think it's it it's not as much of a resignation as what you just said yeah. it makes it's not just like oh just like yeah, yeah. Look, look at the positives life yeah. is fine like yeah. i know i don't <laughs> think it's i don't think it's like that i think it's like like find something that gives you life and yeah. like help grow it, yeah. you know, in whatever way you can. See, and I know you got to get out of here, but the one thing, and you know me, so the, the, the thing I'm always, the thing, if, if, if it was just me, I wouldn't be so freaked out. But my siblings keep adding more and more human beings to this planet every year. And they don't have their shit together. They have drug addictions and they haven't had jobs in years. 
And my dad is just aging beyond belief. Like st- stress levels are just like mm-hmm. con- like compressing him. Like he uh, he's probably physically shorter because he's so fucking stressed <laughs> out. Like he's having heart problems and all this stuff. He's a, he's 48. That's not a fucking That's not that old. That's not super young, but it's not old. It's not old. And he is dying a slow death because my siblings are just fucking they're shooting everyone in the foot. They're shooting themselves in the foot. They're shooting their kids in the foot. They're shooting me and my dad, and family. And it's like, yeah, I'm just trying to figure out. And this is a way longer question than we have time for. But it's like, how the fuck do you fix this problem? It's so multifaceted. There's so many aspects to it. And you're dealing with human beings that have their own vices and right. stubbornness right. and yeah. God, how do you put all these? Fu- There's a trillion <laughs> fires that need to put out, and they're starting more. Right. It's like I, I think, in short, it's kind of what we're seeing right now, and it's a, it's basically there are two approaches to this, you know, as a solution. Is one approach is like these are all just people that get to live whatever life they want, yeah. even if it's a dumpster fire of a yeah. life, right? And that's the kind of like individual resignation of like everybody gets their own the right to choose their own life and. Yeah their consequences are their problem. But what if it's, it becomes other people's problems? Right, yeah, and then it's like, like their children. so then, the, yeah, and when you yeah. start, if you t- if you pick just the individualist route, then your choices are, you have two choices, right? It's either to like, get this person away from everybody, yeah. or to somehow like, basically, yeah, basically end this life yeah. for the sake of others, or yeah. to like separate these people, yeah. right? Which is, are both tactics that history yeah. has tried. And then the other solution is the the structural solution, mm-hmm. which requires cooperation by everybody. So yeah. it's like, and see, how do we how do we set up a system that see, helps minimize this issue? What's fucking frustrating about my family, and we probably should have ended on the Amazon note because that wrapped shit up really good. <laughs> but I've always had I always have this shit on my mind. It's like, if my siblings fucking went from starting fire after fire after fire. If they went from that to all of us working together to actively stomp out the fires, we would fucking shoot so far forward in terms of progress in our lives. Right. But they're so... I'm treating you as a therapist right now. <laughs> but goddamn, it's frustrating. Anyway, I know that's too deep a topic to get into. Uh, yeah, we could go on that for yeah. a while. But... <laughs> I was praying that that wouldn't happen the whole time. Well, this was a great first podcast. Yeah, it was I'm pretty really good. Happy. happy. Um, and see, this is this genuine. I, I was thinking of names for a podcast and whatnot because I feel like Magnolia House is going to be the overarching one that we all collaborate on. But I was thinking of what my personal one would be, and it's it'd be something. It's a little too on the nose, but like um, therapy with friends or something like hmm. that. Because if it genuinely, I tell most of my friends with this because I only have close friends. I don't have any like loose friends. But it's like every time I have. Anytime I sit down and chat and have real conversations with my friends, it's like a weight is lifted. Like every time these conversations, hanging out with Clementine, good talks with John, Will, it's just like it really aligns a lot of things in disarray in my mind. I think that's the power of like just real talk, dude, honestly. Like just like to feel like you're not the only one. Yeah. Like this isn't just a problem you spin yourself in. I'm not the only one fucking. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and that's what friends are for. Yeah, share the burden. That's what friends are for. (laughs) Well, that was a good talk. Good podcast. Cool. Perfect first podcast. Do this again. Yeah.